Welcome to a Tuesday, February 27th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We will talk some more about movies today as the rap had in a report about DC films, Umberto Gonzalez of the rap, and sort of after Batgirl, it said basically don't expect a replacement writer or director for Joss Whedon anytime soon. Uh, there's no immediate plans to find someone for that, and it was unlikely it would have shot before the solo Batman film anyway, as it sounds like, according to this anyway, DC wants to focus on the main characters first. Yeah, there was a quote from the article that said, according to the insider, the studio always intended to develop the core members of the Justice League, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, and possibly Green Lantern before spinning off secondary characters like Nightwing, Deathstroke, Lobo, and Batgirl. What do you think about that? I mean, it makes sense to build all of those out first. Those are probably going to bring you more money, more people to the theaters. If you're just going on trying to go by, I guess, common sense, like these are the more popular characters. But that being said, I I personally don't have a problem with having some of these secondary characters have films before the core team has all of their films or, you know, even having these films come out kind of alongside of these films, obviously not at the exact same time, but close to them. Yeah, I kind of prefer the focus on the the main characters, if nothing else, because even if they don't, I think you need to know what you're doing with those characters before you sort of plan anything else. So I think you need to, you want to know what your plans are for Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman before really developing anything else, especially you want to know what Matt Reeves is doing with Batman before having Batgirl and Nightwing films if he wants those characters. So I think it makes sense to at least have a plan in place for those characters, even if the films aren't developed first, I would like to see the, you know, the biggest characters get the films first. You know, I would, that just makes sense to me, but I'm also excited for sub projects, but I think it makes sense. You need to, you want to know where the, these main characters are going. And then the secondary characters are sort of when there's an opportunity with the right writer and director and story that fits with everything else, I think focus on them second. And it, it you know, the way, the way we get news is, all these looks like all these sub characters are in development when they're you know very early ideas and so we don't know how far along any of them are so what about those other two that they listed other than nightwing and batgirl like lobo and to a lesser degree deathstroke are can be pretty unconnected stories you don't have to involve batman or any of the other main characters if you didn't want to so would you be okay with a lobo film coming out before they've released all of the solo films for all of the justice league members depends what's what's the budget and who's directing it um right uh, obviously but yeah you can i think well even deathstroke's kind of slightly different because i think you want to know where he's going if he would pop up somewhere else or in a solo film and and if there's plans for him to return for a legion of doom or something like that so even he's connected lobo can be disconnected um he could he could pop up elsewhere but i think he, he can be fully disconnected um, so I guess it just depends, but it, if you're going to put $150 million into a Lobo movie, I think it would make more sense to invest that into, uh, one of the bigger characters first. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what I'd like to see. Although you can say from a marketing perspective, maybe Lobo could pop, but, um, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, there's also an interesting part, you know, this, the looming Time Warner AT&T merger, uh, still out there. It says if it doesn't go through that a, a source said that Time Warner could sort of be sold for parts. So Warner Brothers, HBO, and Turner would all be sort of split up. In that case, I don't know, maybe Time Warner could just be bought by AT&T separately or 
or I mean Warner Brothers and thus DC Comics could be bought separately or uh, anybody else could bid on them in that scenario or, you know, Time Order could just stay together as is. But um, I thought that was an interesting nugget to pass along. Yeah, and it's something that we mentioned as a possibility before. And again, it's to me, it doesn't really it doesn't matter a whole lot what ends up happening. I just want whatever is going to happen to happen and get it over with because it's I think it's almost worse just waiting and, you know, maybe being a little tentative and not knowing what the the future is going to hold if they're just waiting to find out if this merger can happen or how it can happen and everything like that. So I just kind of want all the dust to settle so we can can get back to it. Right. If Warner Brothers has a new parent that could greatly, you know, change the future of the company depending on who, what company buys them. So, uh, yeah, there's a ton of variables in play, obviously. Yeah. Uh, moving on, comicbook.com had an interview with producer Charles Roven, and he talked a little bit about the development of Wonder Woman 2. Uh, so when he was talking about if Wonder Woman's success changed DC films at all, he said, I'm not actually sure that this film makes that big a difference to the other movies. We want to keep the consistency of tone for this film, Wonder Woman 2. And of course, Wonder Woman was in Justice League, and she might be in other DC movies as well. Uh, and he also went on and said, Warner Brothers has been, even before Wonder Woman came out, developing standalone characters like they did with the Joker and Scorsese. They've got a project and they've got a number of projects with a Batman standalone and things like that. And each one of them has different directors. So it doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be a commonality of great synchronicity in what each one of these directors are doing. The great thing about that is that it means there will be a constant freshness. That all sounds great to me. Um, I think they're anything that Warner Brothers can learn from Wonder Woman would be on the the development of the film necessarily in terms of having a director and studio being on the same page that fits with the character and everything. Uh, I don't necessarily think every other film should say, okay, this is the Wonder Woman formula. This is the tone. I don't think you need to copy that and copy the story points and anything. I think, you know, I would want a Batman movie, for example, to feel much different from Wonder Woman. So uh, yeah, I think that all sounds great to me. Yeah. Specific tonal tonality things and you know plot points like you said in the wonder woman film don't necessarily work for other characters what did work like you said was allowing that creative process to happen and getting talented creative people in there which you know is easier said than done but if you can get the right people and let them do their thing then the the end product might look very different than wonder woman but it might be just as good because you let the process happen right absolutely and so they're not going to be beholden to one structure where oh it has to be a solo film it has to be a team-up film or anything like that i think what matters is any premise can work it's all about the execution so um yeah that sounds good to me yeah and he was also asked about um, wonder about wonder woman 2 specifically in the development of that uh he said we're in what i would call development of the screenplay we finally i think have a good story to tell not kind of we do believe we have a good story to tell and then we're also just moving out of what we normally would call soft prep into hard prep we're hoping to start shooting the movie sometime this summer and hope to have it out by the end of 19 that's good because there's a november 2019 release date so right uh, that's a good exactly. plan to i'm glad they've got a good story to tell and hopefully you know i'm sure they're fine-tuning the script right now and and really getting on work on everything sort of pre-production that you need to do and we could be hearing about casting very soon Along with that, we got a Twitter question from at Batman Jurassic. Who should play Cheetah in Wonder, in Wonder Woman 2? Uh, I always I, I always pause when I see WW2 there yeah. and, and think of other <laughs> things. Um, but this there was a report yesterday from that hashtag show that um, 
I don't think it's been verified anywhere, but that Cheetah will be the main villain of Wonder Woman 2. And Emma Stone was offered the role and passed. Um, so I don't know if, I don't think it's 100% that Cheetah will be the villain, but if that's the case, who would you want to see? Uh, an actress that I've I've liked everything I've seen from her that I think would do a good job is Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter. Um, she's very, very good. Um, and I think she could she could pull off the cheetah role pretty well. Yeah, Jurassic World and um, Spider-Man 3. Wow. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things. Uh, yeah, cheetah's kind of a, a complex character. I don't really have anyone in mind. I know a lot of people have... Charlize Theron just because of her work with Patty Jenkins previously I see her more as like a Circe or something something more regal uh more yeah. of a goddess or something whereas Cheetah um I, I she could pull it off she's a great actress obviously um but one name Sophia Butella she's been in Atomic Blonde and some other things uh she was the mummy in the mummy which I haven't seen but I've heard great things about her uh, I like her and everything that I've seen her in and I think she could do a really good job but I don't know. I don't I don't have a, a ton of names that pop up for Cheetah. Yeah, and it's, you know, if they end up going with an unknown person, that's that would be totally fine with me as well. I think I think if you could find the right person to do this, you don't need a big name necessarily to play to play Cheetah. Yeah, that's true. Although it could be an opportunity if you know, if it if it's a one off type appearance for the character, maybe you can get bring in an, an A list star who maybe otherwise wouldn't be interested in a franchise. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.